Valley Sports Talk is now brought to you by Big Shiny Windows, the Valley's clear choice for professional window cleaning, providing residential and commercial window cleaning along with siding and eavesdrop cleaning since 2004. Check out the link below for more information on episode number 61 of the Valley Sports Talk podcast. I don't know why, but me and Brandon just are being not very smart and we keep leaving it till literally an hour before this is supposed to go up so there's this will be up a bit later again like last week's episode um but that's okay we're still getting an episode out we still hope you guys are taking time to listen to it and football season's back yesterday was the first game of the 2022-23 season uh we're going to recap that a bit uh unfortunately like a fake football fan i did not watch the game where brandon did um, so Brandon will have a bit more insight. I did watch the highlights. I know it's not the same. Uh, I think we'll go through uh, the rest of the games, make predictions of who we think is going to win. We'll keep track of that, kind of like what we did last year. Uh, and then I'm going to bring Brandon through the NFL Top 100, which came out a couple weeks ago. And we're going to go through it, and we're going to go through the snubs, and Brandon's going to give me his thoughts on that. Um, but without further ado, let's recap the game last night. The Bills uh, took it pretty handily. 31 to 10 over the Super Bowl champions. Josh Allen looked great. Um, the two picks, I don't really think were his fault. Um, Rams came out. I, I, I called the game. I said it was going to be a Super Bowl slump. Um, I didn't think they were going to slump that bad. Um, but I did call that the Bills were going to win for a Super Bowl slump. Um, I don't know about you. You watched the full game. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I think, I can't remember last week. I think I picked the Bills as well. But um i don't think uh people were thinking it was going to be this much of a landslide it wasn't very close i mean it was 10 10 after half but even then um like buffalo was definitely the better team the entire game uh it really showed in the second half uh the rams just couldn't get anything going no one really on the team looked good except for cooper cup like the defense didn't look good matt stafford didn't look good the line didn't look good uh i mean where was cam Akers? they just basically like cam Akers had three rushes for zero yards um daryl henderson got most of the work and even then they didn't use daryl henderson a whole lot um so they were almost kind of predictable and buffalo really came into this building and played really well uh what i think was really good for buffalo is um like the i don't even know the word the amount of people they used in the offense. Um, they used all three running backs, although the rookie only went once and had a fumble. Um, but Devin Singletary looked pretty good. Uh, Zach Moss, although he had a fumble as well, he looked he had some touches. And then they really spread the ball around. Like Gabe Dave uh, had a, I think he was four for five. Um, obviously, uh, you got Diggs, who had a big night. You had Isaiah McKenzie make a couple catches. There's just a lot of people. Dawson Knox was in there. I think he only had one catch. But they spread the ball. They spread the ball around, and um, everybody there was played really well, I feel. Um, yeah, it was just kind of disappointing for the first game of the season. We're all expecting a big, close, high-scoring game. and It was high-scoring on one side, but it wasn't very close. Yeah, another thing that really stood out to me, I, I know, like I said, didn't watch the game, but... The Rams got Matthew Stafford got sacked seven times, and the Bills didn't blitz once all game. There was no registered blitz in the box score, and they still let up seven sacks. So that's sort of that has to be a major uh, concern for the Rams moving forward because next week they play my Atlanta Falcons. This should be an easy win, but the especially with the Falcons not having a very good pass rush, um, but with a team that just blitzed whenever. Their biggest name is Vaughn Miller, who is a bit older. I mean, he's, he still put up two sacks. He was very good last night. Um, that's got to be a, a cause of concern. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, yeah, obviously there's only one game last night because it was Thursday night football. Um, so we'll jump right into some predictions. Uh, Brandon, I hope you have the games up because I do. I, I do have the games up. That's my job. Yeah, that's your job. <clears throat> um, we'll start off with Noah's Atlanta Falcons hosting uh, the Saints. Um. Atlanta always wins week one. They always do, no matter how bad their team is. And they always they, they had the Saints number last year. I feel like they'll have it again. So maybe a bit biased, but I'm going to go with my Falcons. Um, This is the week. This is the year the Falcons don't win week one. Um, 
I think Jameis is going to be, uh, I mean, although he played good last year, I think just him being hurt um, and possibly them missing the playoffs because of that, he's going to come out uh, firing. And with that eye surgery, I think he's going to be a little bit better. So I'm going to pick the Saints um, in that one. And then we move on to uh, San Fran traveling to Chicago to play the Bears. Yeah, I'm expecting this one to be a low-scoring game. It's Trey Lance's first career start. Uh, the Bears aren't a very exciting team to watch right now, but I still think that San Fran is a better team, better roster, probably better quarterback. I'd, I'd probably still take Trey Lance over Justin Fields just because I'm not really the biggest believer in Justin Fields. Um, but that defensive line will probably get to Justin Fields and make him try to – they'll have to have to make – he will have to make plays to be able for the Bears to pull up an upset. So I'm going to go with San Fran. There's always upsets every week, and I'm going to choose. I'm going to choose this to be one of them. I'm actually going to choose Chicago, um, just because Fields has a little bit more experience. Um, he played a couple games last year. He didn't look particularly well, but he gained a little bit of chemistry with Mooney. Um, I feel like he's going to use that a lot. Obviously, David Montgomery is still a. Uh, this is still a workhorse. I feel like he'll he's going to get his touches no matter what. Um, I mean, the biggest thing is is can Chicago get to Trey Lance? Because I feel like if they can, if they can take away his legs, uh, they got a big chance on winning this game because Trey Lance is known for his legs and not so much for his throwing. So we'll see what happens there. I'm going to pick Chicago anyways, the home team. Um, then we got Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. So this is going to be an interesting one. I'm not. I'm actually... I've seen a lot of people picking the, the the Steelers to finish third in this division over the Browns, and I could see it. Uh, I did like both. Obviously, we know that Mitch Trubisky is the starting quarterback. Um, personally, not the pick I would have went because I don't think that they're going to be um, competitive this year. Not that they're not going to be competitive, but not that they're going to be fighting for a Super Bowl. He might as well give Kenny Pickett the reins day one, but they didn't. Um, but I'm still going to go with Cincinnati. I could see another Super Bowl hangover, even though they didn't win it last year for Cincinnati coming out a bit slow. Um, we're probably expect we're going to be expecting a lot out of Joe Burrow, so he's going to have to um, to show up. And then uh, we'll see what happens there. But yeah, I'm going Bengals. Um, I'm also going to go Bengals. Uh, they obviously have a really good roster, and they their only weakness they address in the off season, um, that being their O line. Um, they're going to be put to the test right away in week one. Uh, so it's a pretty big week for Cincinnati's uh, O-line to show everybody that the additions they did make are actually going to prove useful. So we'll see how that wraps up. If Cincinnati's O-line is as good as everybody's saying it is, um, they shouldn't have a problem against Pittsburgh. I think that's Pittsburgh's uh, biggest weapon there is getting the team's quarterbacks. And if they can hold that off, um, I don't think Mitch Trubisky will give Cincinnati's too much to worry about. I do think this game is going to be a bit more competitive. <laughs> people are, people I are. I do too, to be honest. I mean, Pittsburgh has, like, I think people are just riding off Pittsburgh for no reason. Like, their offense is really good. They got solid. They obviously got a really good running back. They got a, they got good wide receivers. And Big Ben didn't move last year. Like well, We got to remember the move. fact that they made the playoffs last year with Big Ben as their quarterback. Yeah. you Some could say their roster is better this year. <laughs> And they made playoffs last year. Um, but we're both going to go Bengals there. But we do think it'll be closer than people think. Um, next, we have the Patriots traveling to Miami to face the Dolphins. Yeah, Miami did get better this year. But I'm still not sold on Tua. If you can show me this year or this couple weeks that he's the franchise quarterback that everybody thinks he was, thinks he is, then maybe I'll take them seriously. But I'm going to go Pittsburgh. Or not Pittsburgh. I'm going to go. New England, they made the playoffs last year. Uh, I still think they have a solid roster. Uh, and I, I think their team's just all around better than Miami, so I'm going to go with Pittsburgh, or Pittsburgh. I keep saying Pittsburgh. With New England. I'm actually going to go with the Dolphins. Um, I'm not totally sold on Tua either, but I just I think Mac plays a little bit too slow. Um, don't get me wrong. I think he's going to be a good quarterback, but their offense just doesn't doesn't scream to me as much as the Dolphins does. I think they're the Pats defense is better, so we'll see how that works. But Miami, they got I mean, they got Tyree Kill, obviously. They got Jalen Waddle, so we'll see if that can 
can elevate Tua a little bit. But again, I do think you're right. I think it's a big week for Tua come out of the gates hot. Um, see if he can get Tyree Kill, see if he can get Jalen Waddle and uh get past that defense. So I'm gonna go uh I'm gonna go Miami. I think I've gone all home teams so far. <laughs> oh no, your Saints are losing. Never mind. Um next we go Baltimore traveling to face the Jets. Yeah, I don't think we really got to think too much. I think uh the uh Baltimore or the Jets are starting Joe Flacco. I think uh Zach Wilson is ruled out till week four. Uh, with his knee injury. Um, Lamar's probably going to come out today. They, he did not get a contract extension. Um, they can't uh, negotiate with him now until the end of next season. Um, so I think Lamar's got something to prove. You know, they didn't give him the money that he wanted or that he thought he deserved. So I think he's going to come out with a, a, a statement. Uh, he's got a point to, he's got a, he's got to prove that he's worth all that money. And I think that he's going to have a massive season. So I'm going to go Ravens. Yeah. I, uh, I totally agree. I think um, him not signing that contract is is worse for the Jets because, like you said, I think he's going to come out really hot. Uh, might even be a little angry. Um, and then, I mean, if the Ravens don't think that you're worth it, go show them you are and the rest of the league that you are. If, if maybe, I mean, it'd be crazy if Baltimore didn't sign him at the end of next season, at the end of the season. But let's say they don't prove it to the rest of the teams that uh, a lot of people have you in top voting for MVP. So go be it. Um, next we have Jacksonville traveling to Washington. I'm gonna, I'm not, I'm not very high on Washington this year other than their defense. Uh, I think the, the one guy who has a lot to prove on that, on that defense is Chase Young. I think he's going to be back for week one. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Could be wrong. <laughs> um, I think Chase Young has a lot to prove. He was a second overall pick two years ago. Um, he was known as like a, Supposed to be next Aaron Donald, next TJ Watt, next JJ Watt. And obviously he hasn't really shown that yet. Obviously he did tear his ACL last year. So that's a bit of a step back. Um, but I am going to go with Jacksonville. Um, Trevor Lawrence is another guy I think who has something to prove. You know, he didn't have a bad rookie season, but he also didn't have a good rookie season. Um, so I think he is going to come out. Um, I do think that they are still going to use James Robinson a lot this year. Um, They've been saying that he, James Robinson will not be limited on Sunday. Uh, and I think that he has the ability to show that he still is the lead back in the system. And uh, I don't know. I like the, the two-headed punch of Tavon Walker and uh, Josh Allen on the D-line for Jacksonville. And I don't think that the uh, – who are they playing? I just, I, I'm completely lost track. Okay, uh, Washington. Washington. I don't think the Washington line will be able to uh, defend both of them at the same time. Um, I'm also going to go Jags. I did pick them to finish second in their division, so they got to win sometime. <clears throat> um, like you said, Trevor Lawrence didn't have the best uh, first year, but he played uh, all year long, so he got a lot of experience. I think he's going to come up better this year. Um, I think the front office showed uh, confidence and belief in him signing, I mean, no stars, but a bunch of wide receivers in free agency to load that uh, that wide out. Um, so he's going to have lots of options. Um, I don't know who the lead lead will be. Maybe Kirk. I'm, I'm not too sure. But And then, like you said, the, the James Robinson is still going to be part of it. So they got two good running backs. Um, I, I just I like this offense. I think they're going to be a lot better than last year. Um, definitely not bottom of the barrel in the NFL anymore. And uh, there might be a little bit of a learning curve here with Carson Wentz in Washington. So Jacksonville as well for me. Um, Next, we have a very interesting game. We got uh, Cleveland traveling to Carolina to face the Panthers. Baker's revenge game. What do you think there? This is going to be the one that I'm going to take Carolina, just because I think Baker's, like, I've been saying this a lot. Baker has this approved. They traded for Deshaun Watson with his legal troubles. They still traded for him, knowing well, very well, that he could be suspended, but they just did not with Baker. Um, so I think Baker's going to come out with something to prove. Is it in, uh, is it in Cleveland? No. Oh, that that would have been even better. Um, but yeah, I'm uh, like I said, uh, we said this a while ago. I think uh, that the the Browns could easily win this. I still think they're the better football team, even with Jacoby Brissett starting. Uh, I think he's a more than adequate guy, uh, not more than adequate, but an adequate guy to start at the at the realm there. Um, so I could easily see the Browns taking this, but I'm just going to come off the fact that Baker Mayfield has so much so much burnt up aggression towards this. Brown's franchise that he's going to come out with a statement. 
Yeah, uh, I'm also going to go Panthers. I guess we're agreeing a lot here, but um, I think this could be one of Baker's best games of his career. I mean, I think it will be. I know he uh, he's got a lot to prove. Obviously, um, going against his former team, he's he's had decent weapons in in Cleveland, but I I think uh, I mean CMC is obviously an upgrade. Uh, DJ Moore is very underrated. Um, they got a pretty good offense over there. In uh, in Carolina, it's just the defense that's kind of an issue. Um, but again, your defense doesn't got to be an issue when Jacoby Brissett's starting on the other side. Um, I do think, yeah, I do think Carolina wins it um, from a big game from Baker. Um, moving on, uh, we'll probably agree again, is the Colts traveling to Houston. Yeah, this one's pretty easy. I have the Colts winning that division. I have Houston coming last in that division. Um, so I'm going to pretty easy handily take the Colts. Yeah. I'm, I think the only, um, for, for Houston fans, just seeing, uh, what happens to Damian Pierce in the backfield, how much of a role does he actually get? sounds like it's going to be a lot, but we'll see how he performs. And then obviously it's just a, kind of a battle of the running backs in this one. I mean, as long as they just throw it to Brandon cooks all day, I'll be happy. Yeah. It's, it's Brandon cooks and, and Damian Pierce against Jonathan Taylor and, and, uh, Pittman, Michael Pittman. So, I think Indianapolis wins this one. Um, I think they win this nine times out of ten. <laughs> I think they win this nine point nine times out of ten. Um, next, we have the Eagles traveling to Detroit. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Eagles. I think Detroit did get better this off season. Um, they're starting to take the, a couple steps in the right direction. But I'm I'm really Really high on this Eagles team this year. I, I like really like AJ Brown. He's, I think he's a top ten receiver. Um, if Miles Sanders can figure it out, he's got all the skills to be a good running back. Uh, if not, they can turn to Kenneth Gainwell. Um, Devonte Smith is only going to get better. Jalen Hurts is finally in his second year starting, and I thought he led this team to the playoffs last year. Um, why can he not do it again? And then that defense. You got Darius Slay. You got uh Fletcher Cox you got Derek Barnett you got Brandon Graham you got some names on that defense that can make plays um I think the Eagles are a sneaky team this year and I think that they're gonna beat the Lions here yeah I think I'm having a hard time with this one I think it's gonna be a very close game uh I think Detroit improved um it seems like I mean just from like hard knocks and from the end of last season um obviously Tan Campbell's all in uh he loves his boys it seems like the boys love him. Um, I think this is going to be a close one. It, um, I, I might actually just go Detroit here just to see what happens. I mean, obviously you got Jared Goff, but I mean, Amon Ross St. Brown and him really got a connection. Uh, you still got Hawkinson, who had a little bit of a down year, a little bit hurt last year, but we'll see how he comes out this year. Uh, you got Swift, who I think is going to take a big, a big leap. Um, and I mean, I think if Jalen Hurts can throw the ball i think he'll they will won't have a problem against detroit but until i i i mean he's shown it at times but until i see it i'm i'm not gonna i think he's a good run a a good quarterback but i need to see the throwing part um so i'm gonna pick detroit um next we got the new york giants heading to tennessee yeah this is an interesting one i'm not that high on tennessee this year um but i'm still gonna pick them in this game i I don't think daniel jones is a starting quarterback i don't think he's the the answer in New York, I think they've sort of tried him out for way too long. I think they should have should move on. But that being said, uh, Saquon looks very good this year. Hopefully he can put it uh, together for a full healthy season. They do have weapons. They got Kadarius Tony. When Kenny <clears throat> excuse me, when Kenny Galladay isn't injured, he's a very good receiver. Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, you know, they got names there. Um they got a good young O line with they've they've drafted two back to back O line O linemen in the top ten in the last two years, um, and their defense they do have a couple names, but I don't think it's enough to stop uh, Derrick Henry and Robert Woods and Traylon Burks and the Tennessee offense. So I'm going to go Tennessee week one. Yeah, I'm also going to go Tennessee um, again. It's it's not a game that. Um... I mean, I probably won't be tuning into. I mean, my favorite team plays at the same time, so I probably won't be tuning in. But I mean, it's going to be interesting, like you said, Saquon. I, I mean, I think all 
NFL fans just want to see Saquon, see what he can do. There was so much hype being drafted in the league. He had a really good season, and he hasn't really played since. So I think we're all looking forward to a healthy Saquon. Obviously, Derrick Henry's back, so it's kind of a, a running back uh, battle here. Uh, two really good running backs going at it. Um, I think Ryan Tannehill is, uh, I mean, I don't think. I pretty much know Derek, uh, Ryan Tannehill is a little bit better than Daniel Jones. Uh, so I think he'll be able to make players like uh, Burks and Woods uh, effective. In, their fir- in, in I mean, that's Traylon Burks' first game. Robert Woods used to being a second. He's going to have to be a, a number one. Um, but I think it'll be enough to hold off the Giants for sure, especially at home. Um, next, we have the Green Bay Packers traveling to Minnesota. Very good game to start week one. Um, the Packers got worse this offseason. Mainly, I call them getting worse just literally by trading their best player, or not best player, their best weapon uh, in Devontae Adams. Still a bit of a questionable move, in my opinion. Um, and I, I'm, I'm, I really like Minnesota this year, so I'm actually going to go Minnesota in week one. Uh, I think Justin Jefferson's going to prove that he's a top three receiver, uh, if not top two. Um, Adam Thielen looks good. Uh, Dalvin Cook, when he is healthy, he is a top five, six running back. And they have they have players on defense. You know, they got uh, they got a couple young corners. They still got Harrison Smith in the the back. They got Daniel Hunter, who two years ago was very good. He didn't play very much last year. And they got Zadarius Smith. I think Zadarius Smith's going to come out and have a two sack game against his former club after they cut him. Um, and I don't think that Aaron Rodgers is going to really be find his guy until a couple weeks to, uh, who he wants to throw to. Obviously, you do have Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon in the backfield with a big, good one-two punch. And then you got players on defense like uh, Rashawn Gary, Kenny Clark, uh, and Jair Alexander. But I'm still going to go uh, – I'm going to go Vikings. You know, unfortunately, you're speaking a lot of truth right now. Um if I wasn't a Packers fan, I feel like as a Packers fan, I have to pick the Packers. If I wasn't, I would probably pick Minnesota. Um, you spoke a lot of truth there. Green Bay and Minnesota uh, tend to go one and one every year, each team winning at their home their home field, and this one's in Minnesota. Dalvin Cook always goes nuts against Green Bay. Um, that's Green Bay's biggest struggle is their run defense, and he he just he finds a way to go for a hundred and normally 20 plus with a couple touchdowns. So I think he'll have a big day. Um, obviously, like you said, you got Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, um, and the Packers, we don't know what's coming for the offense. Like you said, it's going to be a lot of Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon, but who else will it be? Will it be Lazard? Will it be, will it be Sammy Watkins? Will it be one of the two rookies? Will it be like, Will it be Robert Tunyon? Like, you just, you don't know. It could be anybody. And until we find out what that looks like, it's going to be a little sketchy. So I'm going to pick Green Bay, but probably only because I'm a fan. (laughs) Um, Next, we have, uh, we have, there's a lot of good 425 games this week. We're going to be getting back. If if you guys didn't know, me and Brandon both go to the same school. We're both in the same program at university. And on the weekend, we have a canoe, two day canoeing trip. Um, so we're going to miss all of this, the one o'clock games. Uh, we'll be getting back right at the start of the four o'clock games. And if you're saying that the four o'clock games are good, then that means we're missing the, unless, except for I'm missing Atlanta's game, week one, we're missing all of the, uh, the, the lower tier games of that week. The four twenty-five games include the Tennessee one, which isn't very good, but then you got green Bay, Minnesota, uh, Kansas city, Arizona, and Las Vegas, LA Chargers. Um, oh, those are some good. Those are some good games. All the games above are the one o'clock ones, and we've agreed on a lot of them. So I don't think we're going to be missing out on too much. Um, these four o'clock ones and the night game. Um, I know what the night game is already. Yeah, are the most interesting ones. So I think we're going to be seeing some good football. Um, but moving on, we do have Kansas City traveling to Arizona. Another good game. Um, I'm still going to go Kansas City. I think just people are saying writing them off because. They lost Harry Kill. Um, but we got to put aside that they're basically the same team, just without sure a top three wide receiver. Um, but they did get in Juju, who I think is going to have a big season. I like Sky Moore. They brought in uh, Marcos Valdez Scantling, who is a broke man's Tyreek. Um, 
and I think their defense got better. Um, even though they did lose to the Honey Badger, they replaced them with uh, Justin Reed. Um, so I still think the Chiefs are, are a good team. I still think they could easily win a, uh, a series. They still have the best quarterback in the league, in my opinion, in Patrick Mahomes. Um, so I, I don't see why people are just writing them off. So I'm still going to go with uh, Kansas City. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I think Kansas City will end up with a better record this season than Arizona. But in this game, I'm going to go Arizona. Um, I think it being in Arizona is a big help. Obviously, Kansas City um, hasn't figured we figured out their offense yet. They haven't really played together, but I don't think there'll be any issue there. I don't. I think it's a way different situation than Green Bay. Like I think their the additions they brought in are better than the wideouts in Green Bay. And Patrick Mahomes can make anything work, and he's still got Kelsey, so I don't have any concern there. But still, Arizona. They always start the season off hot. Like people forget, they were seven and zero last year, um, and then their first loss was to Green Bay. But uh, Arizona had a lot of players out for that game, um, so they always start the season off hot. And I think with all this contract uh, a drama that happened with Kyler Murray, I think he's going to come out and play really well um, because there's a lot of talk surrounding: is he the real deal? Is he worth the money? I think he's going to come out and show that he is, um, and I think beat Kansas City in week one in a very high-scoring match. Um, to end our 425 games, we have a rematch of the very last week of last season. We have the Raiders and the Chargers. Obviously, the Raiders won that in overtime to, to claim a playoff spot. Um, does it change this year? I believe it does. Um, you guys, have, If you guys have been followers of the, of the channel for a while, I've really pumped up the Chargers this season. I think Justin Herbert is going to win the MVP. He was my pick. Um, they obviously brought in one of the better pass rushers of the last couple of years in Cleo Mack. They have Joey Bosa. They have uh, Derwin James. They just signed for a long deal. They have um, some good uh, corners, one being Chris Harris Jr., who is a, a veteran, but I still think he has a lot to, to, to give. Uh, and then you look at that offense. They got Eckler. I think he's a top three receiver. Uh, running back in the league. They have Keen Allen, top 10 wide receiver. Mike Williams, top 20 wide receiver. Um, they even have Josh Palmer, who I think has a chance to have a breakout season. Um, and their O-line is, is is good, too. They got the the rookie from last year, Rashawn Slater. They got Brian Bulaga, former um, former Packer. You know, this, this team just has playmakers. Um, and I think that they have a chance in the stacked division to make a run. Uh, I... I I always, like you said, you always see the Raiders as a 500 team. I still don't think they're much better than that. I don't think Devontae Adams um, adds them a win. He adds them maybe plays. He doesn't add them wins, if you kind of, if that kind of makes sense. Um, but I just think that the Chargers are a better team than the Raiders. Yeah, I think the Raiders might be the best fourth place team in the division <laughs> really? this year. It's just unfortunate because they do have a pretty good team, um, just in a crazy division. Um, I do have to agree with you, so I'm basically just going to simplify what you said. Basically, what Noah said is they are better in every position. The only arguable one is wide receiver. Um, yep, Hunter, yep. Renfro, Hunter Renfro and I would, Adam. I would honestly still give it Williams. To, I would... Wait, well, who's, their, who's, their, who's the Raiders' third wide receiver? You got Hunter Renfro, you got Devontae Adams, and you got... I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna go into the depth charts right now. Go ahead and talk about the next. You doing it? Okay. Um, but yeah, so I feel like basically what Noah was saying is they're better in every uh in every position, and just to add to that, it is in LA, um, which I think is a big boost. So, I yeah. They don't have very much wide receiver depth. It's a guy named Mac Collins. He's 28. I've never heard of him before. Yeah, not very good. Um, <laughs> so I think uh wide receivers um you can have a discussion but i think every other position it's clearly la um and i think they're going to come out especially after what happened last season i think they're really going to want to beat this team so i think they're going to come out big and uh put up a big number this week um to close out sunday we have uh tampa bay going to dallas yeah tom brady's first game back after unretiring um, I did, however, have the Dallas Cowboys finishing as the one seed. So I'm going to stick to that. I think the Cowboys are going to win this game. 
Um, Zeke, I think, is going to put up massive numbers just in this game. I don't think all season. Um, and then you got CD, who I think is going to be great. Is Gallup has Gallup been cleared? I'm pretty sure Gallup's out for week one, but supposed to be back for week two. Okay, they still have Tony Pollard, who I think could even put, uh, slot in as a second receiver because that's basically what he is. He's a he's a receiving back. Uh, I think their defense is good, even though I think Trayvon Diggs is probably the most overrated corner in the league. I still think he's good. Um, he doesn't. You don't get nine picks for no reason, um, but he still he still did let up a lot of yards. And I think Father Time is finally going to catch up with Mister Thomas Brady. We keep saying that. We keep saying that. Is this the year? Maybe. Um, Possibly. I'm going to go Cowboys as well. Um, I think we talked about this either last podcast or two ago. Um, like Godwin, he might not look his best, even though he's just because he's playing uh, in week one doesn't mean he's 100%. Um, he's gonna he's gonna get a touchdown for me though for fantasy. <laughs> yeah, he'll probably he'll probably put up a hundred yards and a touchdown. Me saying that, but anyway, you got that. Um, their O line is taking a big hit. Um, I know Tom Brady doesn't need any practice, but he hasn't been there. Um, I think their defense is still really good, but you got. I mean, I think uh, CD Lamb's gonna have a monster performance. I think Dak. Uh, I mean, Dak always plays well in front of his fans in Dallas. Um, obviously, uh, Michael Gallup not being there is going to hurt, especially because you don't have Coop anymore. But I think the rookie Tolbert can come in. Um, he was drafted pretty highly. Uh, I think that's for a reason. Um, I think he can come in and make plays as well. You also got Dalton Schultz. Um, and as much as we chirp their defense saying it's not as good as people think it is, it's still not bad. It's pretty good. Um, so I think this is going to be a really good game. Um, these two teams always play hard, uh, but I do think Dallas comes away with this one as well. Um, and then to wrap up our week one NFL, we have Denver traveling to Seattle so Russ can face his old team. Uh, yeah, I think this is going to be Denver. Um, I don't really think that Seattle's I think they, they, they're starting Geno Smith, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, DK should have a, a good year. I still think that he's a uh, a good player. Um, well, he, he is a good player. He's a great player. Tyler Lockett is good. I'm really hoping they use Rashad Penny a lot because that would be great for my fantasy. Um, <laughs> you know what's crazy, actually, speaking about fantasy? So that other, that other fantasy league I'm in, I drafted DK, and with... Um, with what's his name as quarterback? Um, I'm having a mind fart. Give me his name. For who? DK. What about him, Geno? Geno Smith. Yeah, sorry, Geno Smith. When Geno Smith was the quarterback last year, DK put up really good numbers, actually. And uh, <coughs> just as a little side game, I have DK in the other league. Guess how many points he's projected to get this week? Like eleven. Nine. Yeah. You're telling me DK's not getting nine points? That's like three catches, not even. Yeah, like three catches for 60 yards, nine points. <laughs> Anyways, I think he's going to get, I think DK, I think he's being, I mean, he's 20, he's only 24. Like a couple years ago, people were calling him like the best wide receiver in football. Um, I don't think that talent's gone anywhere. I think it's just quarterback play, but I think he's still, he's still going to, Gino's going to have to give him the ball. He's the best player they have. I do think they'll use Rashad Penny a lot. Um, and then, obviously, you still got Tyler Lockett. So, this team's still decent. Um, obviously, quarterback play is going to hurt. In decent, I'm not saying they're any. They're not going to. They're, they're going to win this game. But um, I think they can still put up a couple points here. Obviously, Denver's got a pretty good defense. We'll see what happens there. But uh, I think Russ is going to have a big game here. Obviously, being back in Seattle makes it that much more emotional for him. Um, the emotions might be a little high the first couple drives. You might not look good the first couple drives, but by the end of the game, I think he'll put up pretty good stats, and Denver will run away with this game by the end of it. Interesting. Yeah, for sure. A lot of good games in week one. You got to put the big boys week one, get everyone interested. Well, the picks are locked. I got them over here now. Let's see how we do. I smoked you last year. Yeah, I know. We stopped counting. 
All right, to finish this off, since we've only been going for about uh, just over 30 minutes, I'm going to go through the NFL Top 100, um, just give give a quick, like, good, bad, higher, low, like, higher, lower, good rating yep. for the player, and then I have five of the biggest snubs that didn't make the list that I will give to you after, and you tell me where you would have, the range you would have put them, okay? Yes, sir. Okay, 100, Kyle Juszczyk. That's fine. That's the he's the highest rated fullback. He's the only one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ninety nine Kirk Cousins. I don't mind it. He deserves to be there. Ninety eight David Montgomery. Uh, he probably after the season he had last season he probably could be a little bit higher, but I think going into this year it's pretty pretty good. I don't think he's gonna have as good as a season. Uh, number ninety seven Leonard Williams. I don't even know who that is. So. <laughs> Uh, ninety-six Jimmy Ward. I don't, I don't know defensive players. So. Jimmy Ward, safety for the 49ers Sure. You talk about defensive CD. players. I don't know. CD Lamb, number number ninety-five. CD Lamb, nine, way too low. Justin Tucker, ninety-four. Highest rated kicker. Uh, if he's the highest rated kicker, he's good because he should be. Vaughn Miller, ninety-three. That seems a little low. I think last year he was still rated in the top twenty. They're saying he fell off that much last year. I think I think after watching week one, you can say that's that's a little low. Yeah, ninety-two Tyron Smith. I don't know. He's an O lineman. That's probably good. He's probably one of the top O linemen in the league. Okay. Number ninety-one Kyle Pitts. Uh, I think that's fine. He should probably be there after having one of the best rookie tight end seasons, but. Uh, do it again, and I think he's going to be very high on this list. Fair. 90, OBJ, free agent. Uh, I like that as well. I think he had a very big... I'm surprised he's not on the team. Number nine, 89, Marshawn Lattimore. I've actually heard that name. Where does he he's play? Corner, corner for the Saints. That's why I've heard him. He probably picked Aaron Rodgers week one last year. <laughs> for that reason, he's way too high. <laughs> uh you probably won't know this guy jonathan allen number 88 d dn for the commanders no what do you think about him i think he uh i think that's that's fair i think he's uh probably in the, one of the top 10 d linemen in the league so i think he's in there 87 yeah, you, comment, you, comment, you comment corner, about the, the cornerback for the browns there. i actually knew I think, that because i think because he's I think my he's, franchise was with cleveland look at you <clears throat> he's that good. good then he's good he was 86. Franchise, anyway. 86, Shaq Barrett. Yeah, he's on Tampa Bay, right? Yep. Yeah, look at me go. Look at me go. Yeah. Sure. 85, Mac Jones. I think that is high. You think, would you have him rated higher than Kirk? <clears throat> no. No? Okay, interesting. Number 84, Roquan Smith. You got to know that name. I have heard that name. He plays, he plays for the Bears. You're seeing him twice a year. Yeah, he's trash. Way too high. <laughs> 83, Wyatt Teller, Ogar, offen- offensive guard for the Browns. Um, I think that's a great spot for him. He's probably one of the top five guards in the league. Uh, 82, Kenny Moore, cornerback for the Colts. I don't know if you... No. No, no okay. Not a shot. Not a 81, shot. Justin Simmons. I've heard that name. Safety for the Broncos. I was actually going to say Broncos. Holy jade. If I know the name, he's got to be pretty good. So that's too low. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 80, James Conner. After the year he had last year, that's way too low. I think he will. I don't think he'll have the year he had last year, but going into this season, I think that's too low. I was just talking about this guy uh, earlier when we were doing game predictions. 79, Rashawn Slater. Tackle for the Chargers. I don't know. I think that's great. It's, he was a rookie last year. He was probably he had the best statistical rookie season by a tackle ever. So, yeah, it's hard to rank rookies. Do it again. <laughs> yeah. Seventy-eight Trey Hendrickson. Hmm? No. Okay. No. So, okay, you have to know this. Seventy-seven Darius Slay. Darius Slay is a seventy-seven. Yeah. Last year he was unranked. Wow. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. Seventy-six, <laughs> Brian Burns. Nope. Does he got burned wheels? The end for Carolina. 
Number 75, Antoine Winfield Jr., the guy that gave uh, Tyreek Hill the peace sign after he picked in the Super Bowl. <laughs> he should be hired just for that. <laughs> 74, Demario Davis. I feel like I've actually heard that. Linebacker name. for the Saints. Yeah, that's probably why I know all these Saints after week one against the friggin' Packers last week. 73, Cordero Patterson. Cordero, I think... Um... It's his first time ever being on the list in his 10th season. Yeah, well, I mean, he was, I think that's fair. Um, I think, I think he will have a pretty good season once again. Um, So I think he'll find himself back on this list, but I think that's pretty good. 72, Quandre Diggs, safety for the Seahawks. Is that, that's not Diggs' brother. No, no, it's not that. They showed uh, they showed Diggs' mom at the uh, at the game. She's she's leaving right from that game to go to uh, the Tampa Bay game. game. Yeah, she chose. She said they said she looked at the calendar, chose six weeks where she can attend both their games, Damn. Um, and chose those six weeks. To, so she's watching six uh, games of each of her sons. And apparently, she calls uh, both of them a couple hours before the game, each game. Uh, and gets in, like, finds out how their mind space is doing and stuff like that. Calms them down. Good old mother. Good old mother. 71, Jason Kelsey. Uh, I mean, he has a lot of hype around him from the Kelsey name, obviously. He's a pretty good, uh, he's a pretty good, he's an O-lineman? Center. Yeah, he's a center. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Philly, right? Yep. Yeah. Another, <laughs> another mother that goes and watches their son. Yes. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, number 70, Tyran Matthew. Uh, that's, is that, what do you think? Is that I think like, I don't fair. know. If the fact I, I think that's fair. I think it's hard okay. to rank safeties. Um, I'd say him and Justin Simmons are pretty, pretty even. Uh, fair so. enough. It's hard. Yeah. Cause but in my Tyron mind, Matthew was I, the yeah. highest Tyron Matthew was the highest rated safety in Madden. And I do remember that there are a couple safeties ahead of him on this list. So that's interesting. I was going to say like, I, I, I obviously don't know defense well, but I thought he was one of the best safeties <laughs> in the league. So seventy. I don't know how. I guess do they rank offensive players more valuable in the top? 100? I think so. I, I think. Yeah. I guess that's uh, seven sixty nine. Nice, uh, Cam Jordan. Cam Jordan. DN for the Saints. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> seventy sixty eight. Zach uh, Zach Martin, probably the best guard in the league, not named Quentin Nelson. Uh, here, here's a safety rank higher than uh, Tyran. Number sixty seven. We have Buddha Baker. Ooh, that's definitely a rank from the name. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I think just he, I don't know. I feel like his name has, has grown. Like everybody knows Buda Baker. Like even I know Buda Baker. Um, I don't know if that's a ranking off his name or like his publicity. We all know Buda Baker is the one that got chased down by DK. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. That's insane still. Yeah, number sixty-six, DeForest Buckner, D tackle for the Colts. I know that name, so he's got to be he decent. Used to, he used to play on San Fran. That's why. All them playoffs. Oh, go ahead. No, no, he must be terrible. <laughs> sixty-five, Derek Carr. Damn. Well, I do think he is better than Kirk. I think he's better than Mac, so I'm okay with it. Sixty-four, Devin White. Another Tampa Bay boy. Yep. I'm good with it. This is this is one I might not you might me I don't agree with and I don't think you will either. 63 Jalen Waddle. Wow. I I think <laughs> you're telling me Jalen Waddle's 63 and CeeDee Lamb's 96? Yeah, 95. <laughs> that's definitely not an outlook. That's not a this right now projection. That is an end of season projection. He Jalen Waddle's been so hyped this year, and I don't even know why. He's the second option, or CD Lamb's the first option, where the second option isn't even proven yet. So yep. Number 62, Chandler Jones. I know that name as well. Who does he play for now? I have no idea. <laughs> plays the Raiders, used to play for the Patriots and uh um Cardinals. Well, he played on some pretty good teams. He must be underrated. 61, Russell Wilson. Uh, as far as quarterbacks go so far, he is the best one you've named, so it makes sense. 
60, Corey Lindsley, center for the Chargers. I think he's one of the best centers in the league, personally. 59, Max Crosby. I think he had a massive season this year, last year, so it makes sense. <laughs> 58, Darren Waller. Darren Waller, yeah, he's got a lot, of pro- lot to prove this year. Um, I think this time next year, Kyle Pitts, I mean, Kyle Pitts is, what, 20 picks behind him? Yeah, about. I think Kyle Pitts could be a lot more than 20 picks in front of him next season. <laughs> 57, Kyler Murray. Uh, that's an interesting one if you'd take Wilson or Kyler. Yeah, who would I rather, Russell or... That's pretty close, so the fact that they're pretty close in ranking is fine by me. Um, if it, if it was... If Kyler was where Russ was and Russ where was Kyler is, I wouldn't have a problem. If this way, I don't really have a problem either. 56, Xavier Howard. Does he play on Philly? No. He's <clears throat> on Miami. Damn. That was a green team. I knew it. I have no idea. <laughs> Uh, 55, Joel Batonio, guard for Cleveland. Uh, <laughs> 54, Jeffrey Simmons, who D-tackle for the Tennessee Titans, who unfortunately did just tear his ACL, so he's out for the whole season. Um, he's a great, he was a great young player. Yeah, that sucks. I heard, I, I listened to a podcast about that. Uh, 53, Mike Evans. That seems a little low for me, for Mr. Consistency. A thousand yards, 12 touchdowns. 52, Matt Judon. Uh, see, the thing is, I know the name. I don't know. Like, the problem is, I don't know how he ranks up against people in his positions. I know he's pretty good. He was on Carol. He, he went to Carolina last year, right? No, New England. Who was on New England and went to Carolina? Stefan Gilmore. Okay, that's who I was thinking of. Um, <laughs> but Judon, he's he used to play for the Ravens. He's he's the leader of that of the defense, is he not? Yeah, I would consider. Yeah. That's okay. So I I know who you're talking about now, but I don't know how he ranks against people in his position. So that's fair. That's fair. Uh, Fifty-one, Alvin Kamara. <clears throat> um, uh, I think it's fair. Uh, I think it's. I think next year he'll be higher, but I mean, he wasn't he wasn't totally productive last year, so it makes a little bit of sense. But coming in at half a century mark, Micah Hyde. I think it's fair. Um, yep, I think he's so one too. of the best in his position. Uh, Forty nine, Devondre Campbell. I know that name too. He's on your favorite team, so I'd hope so. Okay, that makes sense. He should be like he should be top ten. So underrated. <laughs> Forty eight, Robert Quinn. Yeah, had the second most sacks in the league last year. Damn. It's for the Bears. Probably sacked Aaron Rodgers a couple times. Yeah, a few, a few, probably. Uh, 47, Fred Warner. He's on San Fran. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. I know that. What a boy. Uh, Criminally 46. overrated. <laughs> 46, Austin Eckler. That's too low. 45, too low. Jordan Poyer. After the game he had last night, too low. <laughs> yeah. 44, Dak. Uh, I think he should be a little bit closer to that Kyler Wilson range. But, I mean, there's an argument to say he's the best quarterback name so far. So, it is what it is. 43, Derwin James. I know that name, too. I hope so. Don't know who he plays for, but. Chargers. Yeah. What do you 42 think? Cam Hayward of the Steelers? Uh I think I think him and, and Watt are a really good duo. I think um one gets a lot of sacks because of the other and it's vice versa. Yep, um, I agree. So and I, I uh, 41 is Tristan Wirf's tackle of the Bucks. Never heard of him. Really? No. Forty. Justin Herbert. Um, best quarterback name so far. I think it will end up being a little too low. Number thirty-nine, Chris Jones, DN for the Chiefs. Never heard of him. Thirty-eight, Joe Mixon. Uh, above Ackler. Just yeah, that's me. that's a little that's a little high in my opinion. Um, yeah, a little high. Number thirty-seven, D Hop. I you know what I think I think it's all right. I think he's gonna come back and, and be really good. Uh he was 
he was slash is one of the best receivers to ever play this game. Um, so I'm okay with it. That's fair. Um, number 36, uh, Lamar Jackson. Uh, you know what? I think he should, especially uh, being injured last season, he should be behind uh, Justin Herbert. Okay, that's fair. 35, Justin Herbert's teammate, Keenan Allen. At what number? 35. That's fair. Um, I feel like this I feel like this is the area uh Mike Evans should be at. Fair enough. Number 34, Kevin Byard. Don't know him. Safety for the Titans. I'm waiting for me to say I don't know him and you say safety for the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Chubb, 33. I think it's fair. He's still one of the best in the game. It's just 32, Mark Andrews. Uh, in my opinion, I don't know if this is how he's ranked, but uh, second best tight end in the game. So, uh, 31, Dalvin Cook. <clears throat> yeah, I don't mind that. This is also where Eckler should still be higher than Cook, but Cook should be here. Joey Bosa, 30. I don't mind it. Another big name. Bobby Wagner, 29. It seems pretty good to me. Quentin Nelson, 28. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of hard to argue with players like when you get into this caliber. So. Matt Stafford, 27. Uh, that's definitely just because of the Super Bowl. Um, I think he is behind Lamar and Herbert. 26, Stephon Diggs. Uh, yeah, you haven't named a wide receiver. I'd probably rather yet. So, Nick Bosa at twenty-five. Yeah, that's fair. Here's a here's an interesting one. Jamar Chase, twenty-four. <clears throat> um, I mean, if you're looking at the season he had last year, I think it's it's pretty fair. Like going into this season, would I rather have Jamar Chase than Stephon Diggs? Probably. So, I'm okay with it. Twenty-three, Trayvon Diggs. Uh, that's definitely just because of all the picks he had last year. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see him do it again. Let's see. Uh, twenty-two, George Kittle. I think he should be behind Mark Andrews. Twenty-one, Joe Burrow. Um, that's that's fair, but then I'm saying you should have players like Lamar and Herbert up there in that range. J.C. Jackson, twenty. Yeah, I don't mind that. Debo Samuel, 19. Uh, yeah, I'm okay with that. I think just the evolutionary season he had last year running and catching. You might know him as Darius Leonard, but he now goes by Shaquille Leonard at 18. Really? Yeah. I did not know that, but I mean, he's a good player, so he can do what he Justin, wants. Justin Jefferson at 17. Um, he's the best wide. Uh, I'm I I I'm gonna say that's fine because of the wide receivers you've named, but because of the ones you haven't, I'm gonna say low because I would rather Tyree kill. Uh, and I know there's some other ones you can name that I would rather. I think the only people he you could say he's behind for sure is, uh, Devontae Adams and and Cooper Cup. Okay, fair. Micah Parsons, sixteen. That's yeah. his debut, by the way, after his yeah. rookie year. Yeah, that's that's very high for a rookie, but I mean he was stellar and carried that defense. So I'm okay. Uh guy you just mentioned, Tyree Kill at fifteen. Okay, you know what? That's not too bad. I thought he was gonna be a lot higher. I think him and Jefferson should be switched, but I'm not terribly mad. Um highest O tackle rank, Trent Williams at fourteen. Highest rank O tackle. I don't even know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Allen, thirteen. Okay, you know, I'm starting to like this list. I thought there would be a lot of players drafted a lot, but I thought he would be a lot higher, but I'm okay with that. Uh, Derek Henry at 12. As he should be. Um, obviously, he's been one of the best forever. And then we got Miles Garrett at 11. Uh, and, I mean, he's probably only behind uh, TJ Watts. That's okay. TJ Watt and Aaron Donald, but... Oh, yeah. Sorry, I forgot about Aaron Donald. My bad. But, yeah, that, that's that's how it should be. Starting off the top 10, number 10, we got Travis Kelsey. 
he's the best tight end. So as, as long as he's ranked it, I'm okay with it. Uh, we have at number nine, Jalen Ramsey. Uh, you could say the number one quarterback. So as long as he's rated like it, that's fine by me. Uh, eight, Patrick Mahomes. Yep. I mean, he is the best quarterback you've named so far. Number seven, Devontae Adams. Yeah, they so they have Cooper Cup one, which is understandable. He had a historic season last year. TJ Watt at six. Well, that's fair enough. He he was half a sack away from from leaving the uh, breaking the record. So, yep. Uh, number five, we have Jonathan Taylor. <clears throat> um, let me make a let me make a mental note here. You probably got Aaron Rodgers. You got Tom Brady. Who else is in front of him? Aaron Donald. Uh, I think he should be number. And have you named Cooper Cup yet? No, you just so, named the top four right okay. there. I think he should be in front of. I know he was number one, so it's going to be sound terrible. I think he should be in front of Brady. <clears throat> number four, Cooper Cup. Yeah, I agree with that. This would actually no, I don't. This would be mine if I could do the top five. Okay. Yep. My top five would be, um, and this isn't to sound biased, but he's back to back MVP. So it'd be hard not to. I would have Aaron Rodgers. I would have Aaron Donald. I would have Cooper Cup. I would have Jonathan Taylor. I would have Tom Brady. Number three, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I mean, uh, what can I say? Criminally low. Number one, it, number two is Aaron Donald, which leaves Tom Brady at number one. I uh, I just think um, after last season, I I don't see how you can say Tom Brady is not even the best player in the league, like the best quarterback in the league. Obviously, historically, he is, but if we're talking about last year. Agreed. Yeah. Where would you have Tom? Would you have Tom? Um, I'd definitely have him top ten, but I'd probably have Mahomes and Rogers over him. Yeah, fair enough. I can see that for sure. Um, and now I'm just gonna give you like four snub, four or five snubs that people that didn't make it, and then just give me like a range that you would have fit them in. Uh, my first snub, I got Hunter Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro, I would have. Or just you can even say, yeah, he's not making my list. No, he's definitely top 100. I'm trying to think of a. I'm trying to think of a of a wide receiver I like to put him beside. Um, I don't know. I think he should be in, in like the 80 range. Fair. Yep, that's fair. That's probably where I'd have him too. Number two, uh, he was hurt a lot last year, but your boy Jair Alexander. Yeah, he was hurt, so it makes sense. Um, I still, just because he was hurt, I'd probably have him same, like 80s. Um, he wouldn't be high on the list. I think he's going to be very high next year. Number three, Scary Terry. Uh, see, that's tough. I think, I think Scary Terry is a little bit better than Hunter Renfro. I'd put him in the 70s. Uh, number four, AJ Terrell. Yeah, that's actually a big one. Um, he had the, just throwing a stat out there. He had the highest uh, pro football grade of of cornerbacks last as of for last year. For what? For cornerbacks for the whole year. Like he was the most consistent. Is what you're he saying? He was the most consistent cornerback. Uh, so he had the highest grade. Like he had the best uh, game. Technically, technically going off like ratings he was probably he you could consider him the best um cornerback to for coverage last year yeah it's hard because i don't remember where the quarterbacks were rated um i think they were pretty low well i guess in numbers wise they're pretty high um but i do think he should be rated than any of the players higher than any of the players you've named before so far um number five last snub i got uh dk DK, oh my god, I didn't even realize he didn't make the list. Holy jeez. DK is better than Renfro and Scary Terry in my mind. 
Um, who is the wide receiver I had um, that we were talking about that was ahead of CeeDee Lamb by like 20 spots? Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle. You're telling me he's not better than Jalen Waddle? And Jalen Waddle was in the 60s? He's like 64. Yeah, DK should be in the, the 50s. Yeah, I agree. Totally agree. Um, anyways, I think that'll wrap it up. We'd actually talk for a, a decent amount. Um, if you guys make, uh, if you guys enjoy, make sure you leave a like, subscribe to never miss another episode, and we'll be back next week. See ya. See ya.